What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Three Gun Show, episode 272. I'm your host, Dave Hartman. And this is the world's largest Three Gun podcast. Today, we have the final installment of our Five Things series with Five Things to Change on your shotgun. Before we get into the show, I want to tell you about a few things that are going on in the Three Gun Show world right now. First, this last weekend, I shot the Red October Kalashnikov Championship at Pro Gun Club in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was a really fun match. I ended up uh, fifth in light optics, which I'm proud of. Um, I also could have done better. I had a couple mistakes that uh, didn't help me out any, but that's how it goes. So now I know what to do in my practice for next time. Uh, I also put about as many rounds downrange through the uh, the IWI machine guns in the demo bay as I did through my Galil Ace in the match. Um, I'd love to shoot this match next year. Brian has done a great job. Uh, Brian Nelson, by the way, match director, has done a great job of uh, creating good stages that uh, that require technical knowledge of the AK platform, like how to manipulate it and everything. You can't just like pick it up and pull the trigger. As well as some uh, some fun, fast bay rifle ma- bay rifle stages. Farthest shot this year, by the way, I think it was like 55, 60 yards or something. So they're getting closer. Next year, it's going to be 30 yards, I think. <laughs> this coming weekend is the UML Traditional Nationals in Navasota, Texas. So if you're going to be there, I'm on squad 10. Come say hey, and uh, we'll high five. Uh, I do have some three-gun show stickers that I'll be bringing with me, and uh, one of them could be yours. This podcast is brought to you by the good folks at JP Enterprises. A couple weeks ago, I told you about our plan to shoot heavy optics division at the 2020 Texas Three-Gun Championship. I also published a video on Facebook and YouTube about that, so check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Anyway... I've been shopping the JP website for 308 components for the last couple weeks and jotting down a bunch of ideas for builds. Kind of leaning toward a whole upper on this one. I'm not quite sure. I might put it on the lower for my my 6.5 Creedmoor right now. We'll see. But you should come shoot the match with us in heavy. And if you need a 308 of your own, pick up one of their 308 Essentials rifles. You can get yourself a 16 or 18 inch 308 rifle minus a couple um, of like, you know, cool go fast parts that you can pick up there as well for under $3,000. And it still includes JP's super match barrel. So, you know, the only reason you can't hit those long range targets will be you or pick up a tricked out JP LRP 07 with all the goodies on it, just the way you wanted it either way. Visit jprifles.com to pick up your 308 rifle. Come out, shoot heavy division with us here at the Three Gun Show. That's all I've got for you now. So enjoy this podcast on the five things that you should change on your shotgun with Adam Maxwell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Three Gun Show. I'm your host, Dave Hartman. And with me today is my good friend, Adam Maxwell. Hey, Max. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show, buddy. Here at the the center of the three gun universe. Yeah, buddy. Austin, Texas. Three gun show world headquarters. It's south, but it still has a gravitational pull. Like everything pivots around Texas. It's because the state is so damn large. Right. 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 And the oil. 
and the <laughs> and the petroleum. <laughs> we are here to tell you about the five things that you can change in your shotgun that will improve your game today. Hey, Max, you want to kick this one off, buddy? Yeah, man. Bring your shoddy McBang Bang to the next level. Pattern your chokes, people. Have chokes, pattern them. Um, so many people put out so much misinformation on this, think they understand, or do it wrong. Like, you want to know density of your pattern at various distances for all of your chokes uh, to have have a full understanding. That's a lot of power mm-hmm. um, in your shotgun that you gain by knowing it and that you give up by not knowing it. Um, so since a lot of people don't know it, that's that's an easy advantage to get over people, and they came with the gun. Can I give you a, a tip that um, I was given years ago by a, a wise man? So... You got your uh, you got your chokes in here in here right. So this is an IC. That's what I generally use like ninety percent of the time. And I was asking Mark Yackley what uh, what chokes that he uses because I was planning on buying a, a Stoger just like this one right here. And he said that he uses uh, an IC, a mod, and I believe it was a spreader. I think, but there was only three chokes. And he said that he sees people um, second-guessing themselves to death, like, oh, is this a mod or is this a light mod? Is this an IC or is this a light mod? You know, that kind of thing. When they have seven different chokes, he's like, I only have three, so I go wide, normal, or or tight. Yeah, I pretty much did the same thing uh, with with my tube gun because, um, yeah, I, w- I would be... I really challenge somebody to step up to a stage and be like, yes, this is definitely a light mod stage and it's not an IC stage. But... You know, the difference between an IC and a mod on that stage, okay, well, you skipped a step there. That's a, yeah. that's an appreciable difference. So the chokes that I would bring to a match were staggered in size, but, yeah, I, I slimmed it down, too. I had, uh, in my Benelli, I ran Diffusion, Light mm-hmm. Mod, and uh, I am most of the time. I had a full choke just in case because sometimes there's sadists out there that do <laughs> crazy things. But it also depends on it also depends on barrel length and the and the shells that you're using too. So because one man's IC is not the same as another man's IC. Yes, that's correct. So um, like uh, Jake Latola and Nathan Payne used to give me shit all the time um, because I was always using light mod and they were always using uh, IC. Well, they shoot 26 inch barrels and I shot a 24. So you know we essentially were saying the same thing, but different. You know. Yeah, and it's same, same, but different. Yeah. <laughs> and it does it does change from uh, from shotgun to shotgun. The other thing that's going to change is your uh, slug pattern. So you're going to want to pattern your slugs, several different kinds of quality slugs, and then uh, choose one that works for you. And bonus uh, uh, tip right here is going to be a rear sight. This is an XS big dot rear sight. It's just a little dash, and then the the uh, front sight works like the uh, the dot, and you just make a little lollipop on it, and then it. Uh, just puts that slug wherever you aim it. So that's the one you want. Don't get cute, people. Don't get cute. Uh, next up, we have open your loading. Oh, port. Oh yeah, sorry. Thanks for reading that for me. I can't read your handwriting. Open your loading port. So that a lot. This uh, this seems like uh, most of us are like, oh yeah, of course you open your loading port. But if you're new out there, you may not know this. But um, having your your loading port uh, trimmed by a competent gunsmith of which I will name several right now that I have personal experience with. That would be uh, Roth Concept Innovations. Roth Performance is what he's calling it now. That did this one right here. Heist Custom Guns did my Breda B12i S. Uh, Dissident Arms and Briley that I've shot and loved 
uh, several shotguns that that they've done. So those are the ones I have experience with. There's a couple other ones out there that I don't have experience with. And, Not necessarily uh, bad people. Right. It's just I don't personally have experience with them. So um, those and, are the ones that I would, rec- uh, would recommend, and you want to have it done by a competent person because it's not just a matter of going in there with a Dremel and trimming it back. Um, I think all of us has chunked a gun or two in, in their lifetime. There's bad stuff you can cut off in there. Yes, um, and it's more like uh, <clears throat> like cylinder head porting than it is like uh, sawing a, a table leg. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean for for you at the you folks at the beginner or intermediate level, really we're trying to take off some of the sharp edges and open it up a little bit. Don't get too bent around the axle about exactly what cuts you're going to make. Everyone kind of subscribes to their own school thought on that. Really we're trying to take off the sharp edges, open it up a little bit, and the rest is a can of worms. Mhm. Yeah, between uh between my three shotguns that I own, um all the ports were done by someone else or someone different and they all work great. So Yeah. I had I had mine done one time a long time ago by someone who's not in business anymore. It was aggressive at the time. It's extremely modest now, but I did it one time and I left it. it just Yeah. You know, it just just a little bit to give you some room to work and not cut your hands. Right. So the the next uh category is going to be ammo selection. Um what you want is you want a consistent am- ammunition uh that you're going to be patterning like we said earlier, and then you're going to be sticking with that in your matches. Now, I uh, I subscribe to the I shoot really nice stuff in major matches because I spend a lot of money to get to major matches, and then I'll shoot whatever junk I can throw through this in club matches and practice. However, when that ammunition acts up uh, during practice, I still get as upset. So, <laughs> so uh, stick to stick with a good uh, a good ammunition. Ammunition quality is important in any of the guns. It is probably the most underappreciated or um, I, I don't think people give shotgun ammo the respect it deserves compared to the other ammo. Like they could be hardcore hand loaders and still pick up garbage ammo from Walmart yeah. and then wonder what happened. Because um, we're not just looking at um, the the shot size and the and the dram weight and all that stuff. We want consistent crimping. We want true, you know, want it to be round. And we the want cases need to have not have like a big slope on them that um, makes your extractor slip off because these semi-automatic shotguns work much more aggressively than a pump shotgun does. Yep, and much faster. So yep. um, I will say that um, going to Walmart and buying uh, shotgun ammo is what most people do. I I urge people stay away from the Winchester bulk pack. I've not found that to be consistent in anything but my pump guns. And when you go there, you will have a choice between the Winchester bulk pack and the Federal bulk pack, and they're both the same price. Choose the Federal. Yeah. In the tube guns, I always had good luck with the Federal shells. Um, That was my go-to. Most of us, when you hear most of us on the show talking about, like, we went to Walmart and bought shells, we bought double A's. Yeah. Because they sell those there, too. And they consistently carry, um, if if you know what's going to be there, they they consistently carry, uh, you know, uh, it's a selection. It's a, an abbreviated selection, but they usually have, you know, um, if you if you if you have it in your town, they probably have it in the other town yeah. too. And so for me, like uh, when I say I stay away from the Winchester bulk pack, it's the bargain basement stuff. So I will go buy Winchester double A's for a major match at uh, Walmart, but for club matches uh, and practice, I will uh, just shoot the federal bulk pack because you save enough to where you get one extra box, twenty five rounds per one hundred. So. I'm kind of cheap in the, in that way, so um, do you want to uh, do you want to go on the last one or you want to go on the first one? Because um, we skipped the first one. 
All right. Uh, I'll go on the last one. Because I don't know anything about that first one. That was me oh. guiding you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, again, I think a lot of people don't respect uh, stock dimensions as to... Oh. Hey, there's a ceiling there. <laughs> These but, magazine tubes get long. <laughs> a lot of people don't respect the stock dimensions on a stock, so make sure your stock fits. There's a few different um, uh, recoil pads you can get for most of the popular shotguns. Also, especially if you bought one of the nicer ones, if you bought a Breda or a Benelli, something like that, it came with shims. Yeah, so that th- can, so the Stoger. Yeah, that can adjust the uh, the the uh, what's the word I'm the cat the cast and the drop at heel. So w- basically, the way that the stock curves as it comes off the receiver, it's a very subtle adjustment, but it can make a very big difference. It's going to take about four hours of your time to figure out which one you like, but that's four hours. Very well spent if you're trying to improve your shotgun game. Because the shotgun is all point shooting. So it's it's got to fit. It's got to fit or you're just fighting fighting the gun and your body. So yeah. might as well try to get the two to, to work together. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> there's, there's our OJ reference for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Always got to get one in the show. Uh, the next one is going to be the uh, the angle of your, your gear. So most of us um, have... No, you didn't put a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> you I have to try harder than that. Yep. Uh, so most of us have uh, load four now, quad loading uh, caddies or, or load twos. These are uh, made by Victus Practical. That's what all my belt gear is made up by. Um, the other option is like a chest rig. Uh, chest rig gives you a little bit less options as far as like can't and everything goes. Uh, for me, I have to stand up and, uh, and and do this, I think. But for me, as uh, as I move across my belt, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll you'll watch me do this. But as I move across my belt, the angle changes. Uh, I load weak hand, which is my left hand. So when I'm grabbing things that are on my right side, I have it angled so my um, arm comfortably reaches over there, and my uh, forearm and my wrist are straight. I don't want it. Uh, bent, so I'm like getting in there weird because now I'm going to get a bad grab off off the uh, bat, and um, half of getting your shells into your gun is getting a good grab, so it's consistent. So I will have it canted, um, I guess, away from my weak hand um, as I'm farther on the, my right. They will go more to center line as I'm in the middle. It could deal with just a little bit of cant, and then as I'm coming back to my right, I, they will be canted even further and that is going to allow for almost a complete straight down grab for me, and that's how I do it. Um, I also do have one of these that I put on my back um, when I'm uh, doing the slug stages, and it's basically just the slugs are upside down, and so when I grab it, um, it's almost straight up and down behind me, and that's how I grab my slugs. Yeah. <clears throat> your go-to, your first one or two go-to caddies, you want them to be perfect. You want yes. them to be perfect. Some of it, as you really start loading up for the longer shotgun stages, some of it you can't avoid. You know, Especially if you have to borrow caddies from a friend, like if right. you have a shotgun-heavy stage right. and you don't but, have enough. But it is it is important, and you do want to put the work in. I mean, straight, on, straight lines are strong. Angles are weak. You want to grab the shells with your wrist straight. And it carries over into open as well because um, the, the grip is super important on those mags. You only get one chance to grab it, and you want to you wanna get a, a firm grab on it because you you gotta, you got to be angry when you stuff those things in there. <laughs> get them to latch. So, so it's, it's very important that, that you get a good grab and you have good ergonomics on where you place your shotgun ammo. And that would be, that would be the final tip for, for shotguns. 
Yeah, so that is the five things that you can change on your shotgun to improve your game today. Adam, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me, Dave. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for listening. If uh, there's something that you think we missed that you want to add a tip, let us know. If there's a uh, uh, some a topic that we touched on here that you'd like to, us to expand on more, let us know as well and uh, put them in the comments, and we'll, we'll go from there. Thanks, everybody. Go find a club match. See you on the range. Yeah, go shoot. Thank you for listening to the Three Gun Show. If you like this type of content, you can support us on a monthly basis for as little as $5 by subscribing on Patreon at threegunshow.com slash Patreon. You can also give your business to the companies that support the Three Gun Show, including Vortex Optics, IWI, and JP Rifles. Until next week, I'm Dave Hartman, and I'll see you on the range.